1: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
0: You are Locked On Trailblazers, your daily Portland Trailblazers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network.
1: Hello and welcome to an April 24th, Monday night edition, the end of the season edition of the Locked On Blazers podcast. I'm your host, Eric Garcia Gunderson, a writer from the Associated Press, Blazers Edge, former Blazers beat writer from the Vancouver Columbian, and tonight I am joined by Corbin Smith from Vice Sports uh, and the Willamette Week as well. Uh, at times and the shocker uh shocker yes so uh yeah corbin uh welcome back to the show and uh how's your night been going it's a
0: pleasure it's a pleasure to be here eric you're sounding very uh sonorous tonight practically collaboro-esque
1: if i say so myself Thank you. I appreciate the calabro uh, comparison. I also just turned up my mic a little bit, uh, just because I, I have been a little quiet sometimes on these podcasts. When when we're doing them together, sometimes not just you, but everyone. Oh who yeah. I do well, I'm 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 notably loud.
0: It is worth saying. Although although I'm trying to be a little quiet too, because I don't want to wake up uh, the
1: thousands of dogs I live with. They're all sleeping. Totally, totally. But um, oh yeah, now, what did you say? I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> uh, the Blazers' season ended tonight. Uh, oh yes, it um, It it ended actually on Saturday uh, when Nurkic came back and they were unable to get on the board in the series. Uh, even though Nurkic was hobbled in that game, but he was the... a he was a he was a plus in the in the game, if I remember
0: correctly. Yeah, plus eight, and yeah, that's plus... all the moral victory I need for the entire season. It's just, when they, the, the 20 minutes they played Nurkic against the Warriors in the playoffs, they scored more points than they lost. I mean, that's all you, I mean, like, if you're having trouble with the way this ended, that's all you need, man. The regular, you know, the Blazers with Nurkic, they were poised to defeat the Warriors in this series. But the fact of the matter is that the human body just didn't cooperate, you know?
1: no they did not and uh yeah Nurkic was a positive in the one game that he played in and uh he was also noticeably hobbled I think he was like uh I think he was talking about you know even if I'm 50 percent out there you know I know I help the team and stuff like that so it's a it it was um you know the way the Warriors came out tonight they got Kevin Durant back and you know I'm I, I thought Portland would come up with a better fight, but I think I was I, I was right, though, in thinking that, you know, when Cleveland got that sweep on Sunday, I was thinking to myself, man, I mean, this season really is just about those two teams, and I feel like Golden State, Portland was the, uh like, innocent bystander in this yeah. game, and this was a message the, to Cleveland. The sacrificial lamb. Yeah. That's what this was tonight. This was a message to the Cavs. This was not uh, – Portland was just – after they lost with Nurkic, the series was over. And I think uh, that, you know, the the Warriors just really didn't want to mess around. And, and with Durant back, you know, Durant only played like 20 minutes in this game. But, uh, I mean, they were just so good at the start of the game. It was absurd. Uh, yeah,
0: I you know, I actually missed the start of the game. I, one, once again, I'm a bad basketball journalist. I went on a walk uh, just to – I've been feeling a little anxious today. So I went on a walk in the rain in in shower shoes and socks. So I got my socks really wet. It was weird. Uh, and then I sat down and I turned on the television as if to say, I wonder what my good pals the Blazers are up to today and as it turned out they were up to uh getting uh annihilated in
1: very early yeah they went down 14-0 to start the game and then uh you know some of the other spreads at the in the game at certain points 35-9 uh w- was a score at one point uh just all kinds of bad it was uh you know, really, really bad really bad start for the Blazers. Uh they tried something different in this game, uh without uh, Nurkic in the middle. They decided to start Myers Leonard, who, mm. who who only played ten minutes in this one. Oof. Oof. Uh yeah, and I and... want to hear that, you know. Well, yeah, you never want to hear they only played ten minutes after he started in a playoff game. Like you never want to hear that well, about yeah, anyone. Well, you never want to hear they tried something
0: different. Myers Leonard, you know. Nice.
1: Yeah, you know. I, I just apparently, think apparently
0: I'm one of those I'm one of those Myers sour boys now. Man, can, like can it, hasn't, just... it hasn't been a good year for him. No, it's no, been, it's, it's been, been bad. Bad. I I have really mixed feelings about Javale having like his breakout playoff series against the Blazers, you know, cause I'm glad that JaVale had a breakout playoff series. I really am. I think he's great. Uh, you know, I think he's, uh, I think he's wonderful to watch. I think, uh, he's a, he's a wild man. I like that. He doesn't, that he doesn't, uh, just sit down and take it when Shaq goes at him. Uh, you know, I love I love Javale, but I, I it's a little it's a little bittersweet that I had to come against the team I nominally root for. You know?
1: Yeah, I hear I hear what, what you are saying, man. Uh, yeah, ja- Javale McGee. Uh, I the Javale McGee thing it it only would happen on this team because, like, I was watching, I was rewatching like the the end of Game Three or the second half. You, you know, I was rewatching that Warriors run and there was one play where Draymond catches the ball at the middle, at, at, at the three-point line, you know, straight up, straight away, and he, like, you know, makes a move and gets by Vonleh, and uh, I forget who's in it. I think it's Aminu is in trying as, like, the, you know, he's the closest guy at the rim, so he steps up to stop the drive, and then JaVale is by the baseline, and then there's two other warriors that are right next to him, but it's Curry and Thompson. So the Blazers can't leave those two guys. So Aminu steps up, and JaVale's wide open. Like, what are they going to do? Like, th- th- that's impossible. Like, that's an impossible choice.
0: Yeah, you just got to let the man roll, you know?
1: And, uh, and
0: that he did. God bless him, you know? god bless him god god bless everybody involved
1: in the series (laughs) uh i guess i'm just gonna rail off some stats real quick by the way damian Lillard played 42 minutes in this game i thought he was gonna play every single minute he finished with 34 points and six assists he
0: should have he should have thought we were paying him to
1: play out there
0: i can't (laughs) believe i said we i said we as a joke i'm a journalist
1: um cj mccollum had a rough game uh you know, kind of like the absolute opposite end of his game one performance where he had 40, uh, 41, uh, and then Alfred Camino with a random 25 point game, Oh yeah. uh, in this one, uh, Mo Harkless, just an, a terrible series for him. Uh, Draymond, I think really just got in his head. Uh, did you read that story by Chris Haynes about Draymond Green trash talking Mo Harkless and calling him petty and cheap? For for chasing that five hundred thousand for the three point thing, oh wow, that is <laughs> that is really specific and and really very vicious.
0: It is. I mean, it's not like Mo Harkless is you know he has less money than Draymond, you know. Yeah, it's pretty messed up, but yeah. like
1: that's that's Draymond Green, and like that's what he did. Harkless in the playoffs this year uh 2 for 12 from the 3 point line so six, six, 16% and he shot uh, 29% from the do field. they
0: add that do they add that to his total and take away the bonus
1: <laughs> I don't think so I think they only pay uh oh. it's only regular season numbers oh, darn. Oh,
0: darn! I almost thought that Draymond <laughs> personally psychologically manipulated a young man out of half a million dollars
1: no it, it, it wasn't uh, it, it just made him really bad in the series uh, do you think do you think that look
0: let's just say it do you think that if Draymond was playing the Celtics he would drag Isaiah for his dead sister is he that
1: vicious <laughs> no I don't, I don't think he's that vicious dude I, I, I think I think the, I mean the way he talked trash I mean like, like I feel like that type of trash talk amongst very rich man is like is like it, it is something you know, but it's something, but it's like not that bad. Yeah, yeah. like I I I I know it, it, he does have more money than Mo Harkless, but like Mo Harkless is doing okay. Uh, and it, so like I don't think that I don't. I mean, you don't think he would cross
0: into using a very tragic death to gain basketball leverage?
1: Like, are we? hundred percent sure oh man I don't know actually I mean jemond's Dr- Draymond, I mean Draymond I mean, will do a, pretty much anything to win he's a, yes he's a he is a uh
0: spirited he's a spirited person he he's a spirited competitor no he, he I mean we're not gonna know because of the I mean the Celtics are gonna get someone's gonna embarrass them in a playoff series soon but just i just you know
1: i'm just saying are we sure it's not off the table i don't think we can actually say that because in the heat of competition i have no idea what he would say so i mean it sounds like he's doing research about his covers oh totally oh yeah yeah yes and and so i i
0: don't you know
1: who they play next probably uh clippers or utah the fighting fighting
0: joe ingles is
1: I wrote about I, I wrote about uh, Joe Johnson today. Actually. Oh yes, you did. Yes, you did. Uh, uh, I love I, Joe Johnson. I, yeah,
0: but you didn't always, did you? No, that was the point. Is that like I think that now that the entire league isn't Joe Johnson, like Joe Johnson is kind of beautiful,
1: you know? Yeah, I, and and I feel like that happens. You know who? Okay, I didn't dislike him. But you know who I've I felt that I like a couple guys I've felt that way about like in recent years past, and this is like a phenomenon I think now. It was Jameer Nelson now on Denver. Like I love Jameer Nelson on Denver, and the other guy that I've really liked, you know, just as like a veteran on a bunch of teams now, has been Jason Terry. Just like oh yeah, dude, watching Jet watching Jet still go out there
0: is a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, like it's
0: stupid. It's like stupid. He's like forty years old. (laughs) <laughs> like he's just out there with his headband still like he just... yeah yeah he just looks exactly like jason terry except he's 40 years old and i love and that so I like okay so like carter right carter's 40 years old too
1: yeah
0: but like carter looks like 40 years old yeah. jason terry looks like he's 10 <laughs> still he's just you know? never aged he, he looks like a 10 year old with a weird Larry O'Brien trophy tattooed mm-hmm. to his arm did you ever get the Celtic removed? Oh, <laughs> I don't know.
1: That's a good question. I
0: hope, Jet, I hope Jet plays forever. I hope Jet ends up on the Blazers soon. It's time. Yeah. You
1: know? Yeah. Um. But, yeah, uh, the Blazers season is over. Uh, what, what did you think? I mean, were you happy that Nurkic played? I mean, he didn't get hurt again, so I guess yeah is the answer. Yeah.
0: Yeah, as long as he didn't get hurt, you know. It was, yeah. It was – yes. It was good to know he wanted to try. I don't know. Yeah, it was good. I was yeah, happy. I felt like it was good. I that Marcus is probably my favorite player on the Blazers right now.
1: So, yeah. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. Um, so do you think that they're going to be like – do you think they'll not be the eight seed next year? Do you think they'll make the playoffs again and not have to yeah, play sure the Warriors in the first round? Yeah, why not? Cool. They were really good the second half of the year. I
0: think – when I – I'm a I'm an intensely cynical person, and I think that when they sucked at the beginning of the year, I think I pretty quickly downshifted into, oh boy, I hope the Blazers uh, tank it out. But um, I think as they got closer to approaching 500, and when they made like tangible, interesting changes to the roster, which is to say adding Nurkic, um, I think I was like. Uh, you know, I didn't want that Mason Plumley team to succeed, but I want this team to succeed. You know, and so I think at the end of the year when they sort of clawed into the playoffs, I was—I thought it was good. I thought it was a good sign that they'll be good next year. I mean, it could be wrong.
1: You know, we all could be wrong. Totally. What if we were wrong? The Chuck Klosterman book, right? Uh, I don't know. I don't. I, no, I haven't. Read I haven't read it either. I just know that that's the title of it. I. I actually cannot read. <laughs> you you had me fooled
0: yeah i know i I can write but not read it's weird like i'll write something but
1: i i can't even begin to edit it all right fair enough uh but yeah i think the blazers i think are in in good shape i think they're actually now i'm writing something tomorrow uh that's supposed to go up tomorrow and one of the things i say in there and that i think is true and let me see if you you agree with me, is that I think the Blazers, even though they didn't make it past the first round and they got swept, I think they're in a better position now than they were at the end of the playoffs last year, even though their cap situation is the way it is. Because I think with the three first-round picks, like, worse comes to worse, they can use those to move contracts and get some of those things off the plate like i think that like the worst case scenario for those picks is you use them to do that and i think that's still pretty good and yeah that's still pretty good and still better than i think where they were at after beating the clippers last year and showing well against the warriors I, i think they're actually in better shape now with Nurkic. Because they're not, and they were like a thousand percent capped out last. Oh no, oh no, they weren't
0: even close to being capped out no, last year. No, they were. They not. got capped out because yeah. the cap blew up, and then they, and then the only free agent available was Evan Turner. Boy, that was not a good summer.
1: No, it wasn't. But I, I still think that they can use those picks. Worst case scenario, and I, I, I'm of the opinion that Crab would be movable still. Um, you know, huh? Crab, Crab uh and he, and he's a i mean he's a big money guy and the blazers need other shooters and you know maybe they move one of the they're like uh you know the wings that are are really good at defending uh but i don't know you know i feel like those guys are on really good contracts but you know maybe you package one of those guys with someone else that you know may not be as enticing i'm not sure but i think the picks will help them You know, help help their cap sheet uh, some, and I just think that they're in a way better shape now because you know they had a bunch of guys that were free agents that you're like, okay, you want them to come, you know, like Harkless. Uh, I I think I wanted pretty. I I think I was okay with pretty much everybody coming back last year, but now, but it was all like, oh yeah, it'd be cool if that guy came back, but not like absolutely need to have that guy. And I feel like with Nurkic, uh, is the first time they have a third player where I feel like they absolutely need to have that guy.
0: Yeah. Wouldn't it be cool if when there was a restricted free agent, if at any time the team that didn't match could just like send the free agent to the team that signed the offer sheet just for nothing.
1: Just a nice little stipulation there. Be like, okay, well, we'll send him back to you.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like,
1: you know, Crab was okay this year. But... No, he actually – his his March numbers, and I think it was actually in large part to Nurkic, actually rebounded really well. Like, his mid-range percentage uh, wasn't as good as last year's, but it got closer to where it was. Like, early in the season, it was, it was terrible. But now – Yeah, but he makes a lot of money. And I'm just saying if you could be like – the Nets, you have him now. That'd be cool. Yeah, like... No, but actually... Here's the thing. Here's where I'm at with Crab. Imagine you are the Nets. And, like, you still have, like... That was horrible. I did it, and it was not fun. (laughs) Okay. Like, but just imagine you are them. Like, they probably... They are going to suck. It's going to hurt. And... Having a guy like Alan Crab would make them better. And... For all those people that have to work day in and day out in Brooklyn under those conditions, slaving knowing...
0: away over bagels
1: day <laughs> no, and night. No, but like, no, but no, knowing, you know, as basketball people that it's just going to be a futile effort, it might be nice to have someone who could shoot threes like Alan Crabb can, and you know, maybe. They don't have to give up a whole lot to do that if that's what it comes to. But maybe there's more of a market. But like I, I feel like a place like Brooklyn or even a place like, um, uh, you know, maybe Philly or something w- could use a guy like Crab to shoot from the outside. I don't know. He might be good
0: next year. Maybe
1: is that kind of a maybe,
0: kind of, sorta. Who knows?
1: Well, I mean, if Embiid is healthy, yeah, and if if Simmons is who we think he is, yeah.
0: So you know, yeah, they could use him. Maybe Philly should just trade for Evan Turner, just bring him, bo- just bring him home. You know, it's time. Let bygones be bygones. But I'm coming home,
1: coming home. Tell oh. the world I'm
0: coming home. I'm Evan
1: Turner.
0: God. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it translates over a web stream onto a podcast, but over here, that got sonorous. Up in the top of my head, that was
1: deep. That was luxurious. Hey, that that was a beautiful moment. Uh, I mean, it's time to sing. You know, it is the end of the Blazers season. Uh, Bust a bucket. (laughs) Man. Bust a bucket. I got to say, you know, the second half of that Warriors, of that game three, and then just the first, the beginning of this game were just such an amazing display like and it was just it, like it was so awesome to watch like I don't there's no way I mean LeBron is amazing I just can't see it right now like I just can't see this team losing
0: the Cavs look so rickety this year you know and I mean there's nobody out west who can run with them um, I don't know maybe the Rockets could do something dude, maybe dude
1: yeah that that rockets did, did you i i didn't watch that live but i watched the fourth quarter of that uh rockets uh thunder game the did you watch that game
0: uh yeah i did i don't know if i have any good details about it in my in my brain
1: bone but no i mean it was terrible it was like uh it, it was really bad uh but nene was cool and it'd be cool if Nene could oh. do some cool oh, things. Oh yeah,
0: okay, yeah, now I remember. Yeah, Nene was cool.
1: It was cool. He's cool.
0: Yes. Um, I always the the Thunder I've sort of
1: decided he, he, wait, he's another Joe Johnson type player, by the way. Who's like I, I don't I think I always like Nene, but like Yeah, I always, liked Nene. always like Nene. I've always liked Nene. But it's like even cooler now that he's I like, like the, older and he's like finally on a good team. That the, gray hair is like Well not finally on a good team, but he's on a good team again. That gray
0: hair is really cool.
1: Yeah, I like the gray hair. It's pretty. Yeah, it's, it's, pretty it's just badass. so cool.
0: It's just like his like, yeah, it's dope.
1: No, yeah, um, he's great. Uh,
0: I just like that Nene seems like he really likes exercising. That's what I've always thought about Nene. <laughs> he really seems
1: like he enjoys exercising, and I really
0: like that in an athlete. You know,
1: I maybe maybe this is an actual fact about the Nene, but I also I, I like to that point. I feel like he's very good at volleyball.
0: Yeah, that sounds true. That sounds true. Yeah. Um, that Wilt was really good at volleyball too. That that yeah. Um, I think Wilt was just really into the fact that he there was a sport he could play like, in a mixed gender
1: setting. You yeah, know, definitely he was definitely pumped on that
0: because I don't know if the audience is familiar with this, and I don't want to <laughs> talk out of school here. But Will Chamberlain was said to enjoy sexual relations.
1: Now, it's, you know, the people have talked about it. You know? Yeah, people. It,
0: there, there have been rumors. <laughs> uh, some numbers have been thrown out. Some, you know. But I, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to validate them too much, except to say, a lot of smoke over there. Gotta assume there was some fire in his pants. <laughs>
1: Yes, uh, fire uh, in his pants, as there was in the pants of the warriors tonight. They they <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: they, they played like it.
0: They, they played with fire in the pants, people. <laughs> um, I, I think there's no better way to describe uh, this a veritable 1969 Wilt Chamberlain out there.
1: <laughs> um, yeah. It's late. Uh, the Blazers' season is over. I don't think there's anything really to talk about with this game because it was such a blowout and just yeah, like... they got, they got <laughs> annihilated. I
0: thought I, I, you know, I don't know if they're going to trade Myers. Um, but I, but I, okay, here. I might have stopped watching the game a little early, not to brag or anything. I have that luxury. Um, I can watch more than one thing on my computer, and um, and I, I flipped over to an episode of Star Trek: colon, Enterprise. And uh, and uh, and I was and I looked at my Twitter feed and somebody was like, "Dang, this might be Myers' last game," and I was like, "You know what? That's true." And so I turned off the episode of Enterprise I was watching and turned the Blazer game back on, just in case I was watching, just in case that these were the last Myers Leonard moments, minutes in his Portland career, because I wanted to be able to tell my children, you know. I watched
1: those. I watched the end of that. You know. Yeah, I mean, just yeah, just in case. Yeah, we'll we'll see about that. I don't. My my. At the very least, I think Myers could use a change of scenery. That's all. No, and I don't. And I don't think that you're wrong about that. I think he probably wants. You know, I mean, I don't know if he. I don't know what he wants. Uh, you know, it's just it's got to be tough. You know what this this how his this season's gone for him because I think. Everyone kind of looked at the season as like, okay, well, he's bouncing back. He just got that big contract, and or, or you know, not even just big in terms of money, but long term, you know, four year deal.
0: Yeah, it's not really that much money. Um, I mean, like sort of in relation to the sort of the current cap reality, but it's it's like we think about it as a ten million dollar deal, but if we stack it up to next to where the cap is now, based on where the cap is like literally last year. It's probably like mentally closer to a six million, seven million dollar deal, you know.
1: Yeah, and and so in that respect, I mean, it's it's not it's not that bad. It's just he's had a really terrible season. And, and... I think that ner- I think
0: Nurkic showing up was like is <laughs> the end. It was the end of the idea that like he was an essential piece, you know? Yeah,
1: like and... even
0: like the smallest tiniest shred of the idea that remained. 'Cause uh yeah, I mean Nurkish was just, like not even maybe optimally a hundred percent in shape and he was still like carving dudes up and was like exactly what Portland needed and you know.
1: Yeah, and, and and you know, Myers has had some health things, like he's been hurt, uh and and I you know, one of the things he talked about when he when we talked to him on the podcast was like he didn't have a summer to play and you know, maybe portland gives him that summer you know uh to 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 try and play and get in shape because the summer is so big for these guys you know that's when everyone tries to get better now uh it it, you know and so uh if you lose that it's you know you do fall behind a step or two so uh you know we'll see how he comes back but obviously you know uh I don't I don't know if they're going to trade him because uh you know he is on such a long-term deal. You know, I, I think some teams could still talk themselves into that size and shooting and his track record of having a, a good shot, but, but I just
0: think like but he I
1: mean you you're, trade you're, him, you, you trade yeah. him he
0: like at the if you if you are trading for him um he has an ascribable NBA skill. He's good at shooting. He's a slow shooter, but he's good at shooting. He's Uh, big you know um he doesn't make that much money and i you could really easily weasel out of the last year of that contract. you could really if you could really easily shuttle that off to somebody who was looking to dump salary at the end so i i would trade for myers if it wasn't for the fact that i that i personally am neil
1: o'shea and i manage the blazers Right. And, and, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think it, that's not a bad idea. Uh, and, and also, as you mentioned, you know, with Nurkic in the middle and the way also, you know, Von Ley started to take some of those backup center minutes. Yeah. I, yeah. So, so, so I mean, it, it's clear that the decision making on the coaches was, you know, they weren't included. I mean, Myers did get the start in this game, uh, but it, it did, uh, it, it, it obviously, you know, it just didn't go well. And so we'll see the how o-
0: the only thing I keep keeping it from happening is that Neil is really attached
1: to do drafts. I mean, I mean, Aminu was his first free agent signing, you know, after the whole, you know, with the whole new regime after Aldridge was gone and, and everyone was gone, you know, and that's his guy. That's his pick. And so, yeah, I mean, he does have a track record of really believing in those guys, and really. And he,
0: I mean, I I mean, and he get, got rewarded for this, but he stuck out CJ through some not optimal seasons, and like one hundred percent crabs. Yeah, I Neil really likes dudes he drafts, and so uh, we'll see. I I I find that quality in him admirable. And also like maybe kind of it's it's it seems like he's into the idea enough that it expresses as a neurosis than as necessarily a useful tendency. But we'll see.
1: Yeah, uh I mean I I do think that overall his draft record has been pretty good, but yeah, it's him what you know, I guess it's whether he can differentiate between the, the good and the bad. But his I think his record overall has been good. Yeah, uh, he's a good drafter. Don't get me wrong. No, no, no. And he has three picks. He's like, not going
0: he's not going to take Nolan Smith. Like somebody reminded me about Nolan Smith today.
1: God. No, and no, that yeah, no, he has three picks. I was trying, and, to, and, I was and... trying to make love to my wife and then Nolan Smith's up there, you know. <laughs> Like, but there, he has three picks, and he's a good like he's a good drafter. And there is such a thing as not being good at the draft. And and I think no matter where you pick in the NBA, uh, and especially in, you know with the way people talk about this draft, you know you're gonna have an opportunity to find talent no matter where you pick. And Portland's picking 15th. so it's like you know they made the playoffs, they got they got killed. But uh, I think, I mean, having Nurkic in that month of Nurkic uh to me is way more is, is way more worth it than having the the 8th or 7th or 8th pick. You
0: know what the best thing about the Nurkic trade is well the best thing is Nurkic himself cuz he's great. But the second best thing is that they actually traded up in the draft <laughs> because for some reason there is a popular perception
1: that Plumlee was better than Nurkic. It was incredible. I mean, yeah, that was the thing. I mean, we talked about the trade at the time. I mean, I thought Nurkic was good, and I was excited for Nurkic. I but thought Nurkic
0: had upside. I mean, he I, was incredible yeah. his first year in the league.
1: No, he he totally had more upside than Plumlee. I I I definitely agreed there. But I thought, you know, all the concerns about you know his attitude and his weight and all that stuff that they were talking about. He does need to cut a few LBs, but
0: you know he'll be able to.
1: He can go. He can go vegan, maybe.
0: You can, uh, yeah, there's plenty of vegan restaurants here and, uh, I can't think of any off the top of my head, even though I'm a vegetarian.
1: Um, uh, and cafe is a great breakfast place that is vegan. Uh, also you can get vegan stuff at like whole bowl that, uh, like, or like cafe yum or any of those places that do the, the vegan stuff. Hmm. There's, there's just a couple of vegan places. I'm not vegan, but sometimes oh. it's, yeah. You're not vegetarian either, are you? No, I'm not. But sometimes I go to I, – I, I, I dabble in vegan restaurants. You, oh. like a, you like a health
0: food. You like the feeling of like a health food going down your esophagus.
1: Yeah. Oh, another like one – I uh, like to feel food grind against your digestive system. There's a couple other ones. I'll shout out Harlow and Prasad are also uh, vegan places that are, are good. I think uh, I've heard of Prasad. Prasad is in a yoga studio. Oh shoot, that is that is wonderful.
0: That is, you know, it's easy to it's easy to forget, you know, that I live around Portland, Oregon. Sometimes, you know. Yeah, I hear you. But A restaurant and a yoga studio. That makes to- a ton of sense. Yeah, yeah, I, really. It really takes you to sitting outside of yourself because when I think about portland food i usually think about like the nice restaurants because i look not to brag or anything i like to go to a nice restaurant from time to time uh i went to andina the other day you know you know yeah i'm, I'm very cool uh but i don't think about uh hippies i this is a very meandering i'm done i'm done talking about whatever i'm talking about
1: okay yeah um w- Hey, so I'll talk about the Blazers again. No, I mean, just we, we can move on from the Blazers. I want to talk a little bit of NBA because I feel like the rest of the playoffs have been pretty good, except for. Yeah, the f- they've been
0: good. Uh, Milwaukee was fun, and now they're getting beat, and I think that's okay. I think Eric told me he was sad about it. Eric, tell me why you're sad about
1: it. I was just sad because I thought that, you know, they'd maybe win this game, but at the same time, uh, they are going back home now. So maybe you know they they, they get one there. The uh, points don't carry over. So, I, but uh, why are you not? that yeah, was actually is probably good for the Raptors considering how annihilated
0: they got in Game Three. Uh, um, I like the Raptors. Uh, I I think they're good and cool. I like uh, I like DeRozan. I like I I wrote about Joe Johnson today. And about how sort of in the current climate he's like in this course of his career become a throwback. I, I like that the Rosen sort of operates in the same way. Uh, I think you know Lowry's been a grinder and a great player his entire career. And uh, 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 yeah, I don't know. I think they're good. I think they're I think they're good, and I think that they're I don't know honorable. Or something, and I like that uh, they could win stuff. This is a man, audience. I'm very sorry. I'm very mushy mouthed. I just I like Toronto. I like Toronto, and I was bummed out that everybody turned on Toronto the second Milwaukee started putting the stakes into him. You know, I mean, Giannis is great. Don't get me wrong. I want nothing but good things for. My tall Greek son, but uh, I don't know. You know, Toronto's cool.
1: Uh, yeah, uh, I, I, Toronto was the team that I thought had the best chance to beat Cleveland in the East. But then, you know what? But, but they, I think but, they still probably do. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, I, I, and and also, I, I think too. I, I mean, I was really in on the Bucks after that game one performance, but I also thought, you know, before the playoffs even started, it's like Toronto always does this. They always mess up at home. Like there was, that was totally sitting there uh, to it happen.
0: Like there's just like too much pressure on them. It seems like everybody's a little too into it with the standing outside and the screaming and a Canadian. I, I think all that Canadian affection sort of,
1: unnerves you you know it's they're being they're just too nice yeah and too encouraging that it becomes yeah. like you are so afraid to disappoint them yeah yeah that you just fart out <laughs> um
0: i'm I, disappointed with the way that the washington atlanta series is gone because i wanted that to be a sweep really bad uh because a atlanta is loathsome and b uh like, in the first two games, the Wizards were not only beating the Hawks. They were, like, being, like, really mean to the Hawks, and I was really into it.
1: Playoff Dwight. i Back. Yeah. back. Uh, just kidding. I mean, he played 30 minutes after, you know, uh, a lot of people wanted him to be benched. Uh, it is benched. Yeah, well, I mean, totally. It's probably for the best. Yeah, but hey, the Wizards, I mean, I think the Wizards are still going to win the series. I think yeah. they're definitely the better but, team. Like, did you see... But this, the, is, this is kind of what the Wizards do. They do this a Did you a see lot. the gif of Wall, like,
0: talking to Schroeder, like, saying some very profane things that you can read on his lips? Very mean. I didn't see that. Oh, you should seek it out. I, I, mean, I. This is a family podcast. I, yeah, I yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: and so I don't want to, I don't want to indulge in talking, saying what John Wall just said. Some very mean things. And then Wizards were just super mean to the Hawks. They didn't shake their hands at the beginning of the series. Marquise Morris is like an incredibly mean person.
1: Well, the the Wizards are the folks who they're the team who wore black who everyone, wore black for a regular season game against the Celtics. Like they just, they just, they just do this to people. They just love me. They just love being mean.
0: They and I think it's cool. I like mean people. I, I mean, not like in my own life, but yeah, as ones that I don't have to like actually
1: interact with.
0: Yeah, I like mean people. I watch on TV. Right. Um.
1: They're they're good characters. Um. I'm not like. Republican mean people not like Bill just, O'Reilly or no anything. just like competitive athlete mean people yeah kind of. I like
0: Draymond Green me too you know
1: yeah this thing that I'm writing has a lot of Draymond in it because he's just it's just so amazing how much of an impact he has when you see him in person like you just notice it so much more and I mean I hadn't you know I've seen him in person before but like just again like, he's just so – he's just a force.
0: He takes up an unbelievable amount of space, and he never stops moving. He is incredible to watch in
1: person. And, and he never shuts up. Like, he's always, like, in someone's face, and, like, his first sub of the game, he's, like, telling the crowd to, like, bring it on. And, like, it, it's, it's like it, – it is art. He's a wrestler. Yes. Uh, but, yeah, Washington, Atlanta is now 2-2, which is where we were at before we went into that. And then the other uh, series that are at 2-2, Boston is back in the series, which – Oh, that's so annoying. I wanted them to lose so bad. Yeah, but now without – now the Bulls without Rondo suck. So it's like – That's so dumb too. Isn't it weird? Rondo is so horrible. I'll... But he's better than Michael Carter Williams and Jeremy – I Jer- mean, Michael Jer- Carter Jer- Williams is Jer- the worst
0: player in the NBA. So. Wow.
1: Right, um, probably. I don't know. I mean, he's definitely very one of the most disappointing. I mean, Nolan Smith's not in the league anymore. He's definitely one of the most disappointing. Um, and then uh, Smith, the Clippers Jazz series is at two two after the Jazz. We talked about that one briefly. You wrote about Joe Johnson. Um, who do you think that was great. that series? Because, like, I mean, Hayley, I think the Jazz are going to win. I think they are too. Now they have Gobert back, and the, the Clippers don't have Blake. And it's just like, I mean, I kind of i was kind of in on the like before the season started like the clippers were kind of like my dark horse team like i thought maybe it would be the year and it just like so sucks that blake got hurt again like like i know that no one likes the clippers but like i just think it sucks
0: uh they all need to stop hanging out with each other they like they they clearly all hate each other and earn you know where chris paul needs to sign this offseason? Well no. This is I, some people are gonna be rattled by this. Chris Paul needs to sign with the San Antonio Spurs.
1: Oh yeah, he definitely should. The the other uh, I was listening to the Simmons podcast and someone someone sent in like a mailbag question or something about maybe what what if C P went to the Bucks? Nah, he's not gonna do that. Yeah, he would hate playing with kids. Like, just imagine. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, he, he would ruin poor Giannis. He would. Yeah, he would just like. Yeah, let's actually. You know what? That's another really let, mean let's, dude. Let's let's not do. Let Let's learn our lesson with Blake. Let's just not do that again to a yeah, young player. Let's go, yeah. Let's go play with
0: grownups, who can handle if you're being mean to them.
1: Yeah. Let Let Let's 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 not repeat what happened with Blake. Lamarcus well, won't even care. Nah, dude. Lamarcus is like, he's already, like, he's just trying to win, man. He's, he's got, he's full of Spurs blood now. I mean, he's not
0: trying, like, he's not trying, like, that hard to win. No, but he's just full of Spurs blood.
1: (laughs) Like, like. I mean, he
0: doesn't take threes. He still takes long twos. I'm glad that Lamarcus is still Lamarcus. Yeah, that series is interesting now, too. Wow. I mean, clearly the Grizzlies are going to win. Let's not even. They're, they've, they've broken the Spurs' vaunted spirit. And, uh, uh, Grizzlies
1: going to the finals. There we go. You heard it here first. Wow. Uh yeah, we 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 have it. Yo, hey, well, you know, they get through this round, they get Tony Allen back maybe. Uh hey. Th- then you're talking. Look, nobody swings a playoff series like Tony Allen. That's right. Uh so they would face the OKC Houston, right? That's who they would face? Houston. Nice. So Houston, yeah. I mean, he, oh, that series is 3-1 and it's over. Uh yeah. That... I'm not, like,
0: a Westbrook devotee, necessarily. But I think I've kind of figured out, like, what happens there. And I th- this is what I think happens. I think that when the role players aren't playing well, Westbrook takes it on himself to, like, do everything. And sometimes it works, but just as often it doesn't. And I think that when it doesn't, then it, like pushes everybody else out and i think that like that whole team is just a snake that eats itself most of the time
1: yeah i mean this series has been kind of tough to watch like i uh i mean what Westbrook has done has been amazing and i and i i really do think that eh. he really does have to do i mean he i mean he, fi- what, i mean the you, 50 you, point game like what, no the last, get, what, like, no
0: 8 no th- of points were.
1: no and, and the fourth quarter that was terrible and he yeah I, I i agree with you because i feel like he does feel like and he doesn't really tr- I, I mean he seems like a guy who doesn't trust that many people and so that it it feels eric, like he eric understands that eric don't trust nobody <laughs> he just he just plays like that and 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 he obviously is is, is so talented that he can do it but i do uh i, I think it also is just hard like that team is very good. Like, I mean, Oladipo looked actually better in that last game, but like, still man, like Steven Adams can't catch the ball. He could last year though. Yeah. So, I mean, what do you, do you think that that's, West, do, you, that. do you think that's Westbrook's fault? I don't know. No, probably not. I I mean,
0: uh, okay. Well, or, once could again, it, or could I, it
1: be the fact that there's not enough spacing like, anymore like a, because Katie's not there. So it's yeah. like, it, like it's not just that Westbrook is the guy taking over. It's the fact that there's maybe no space. Like,
0: I think it, okay, I think it goes back to what I was saying what I was saying. I think that a little bit is the spacing, I think that a little bit is Adams himself maybe not being up to the task that was sort of assigned to him before the season started. Uh, but I think that that whole climate is it just sort of feeds on itself. Like Adams has an off game, Westbrook takes over. It works enough that Adams sort of doesn't have to be accountable and doesn't have to um sort of push himself to win and then it and then it just sort of keeps cycling through and that yeah i just think it's not a particularly good environment that's what i think
1: hey well it, it hasn't been one uh, for three of the games and they're down three one they have to go to houston to try and extend the series so uh that's tomorrow uh and then memphis san antonio is also tomorrow uh, i think houston has by far the best chance to upset the warriors by the way me too I, that, mostly
0: that, because of the way they play that sort of high variance style
1: yeah and and they can actually hit shots like uh, i think we saw portland tried to play that style but it was just the other guys other than cj and dame could not hit shots for pretty much the entire series like and
0: hey uh something about houston a uh, lot of uh, old injury cases on there. Yeah, uh, that, is, that, and, yeah that is. that and, is. Uh, and yeah. Nene, we're all uh, we're all traction
1: cases over the last few years. Uh, maybe they are doing something good with their medical s- staff. Maybe they are doing something good with that with that medical staff. Maybe they are. Um, actually, I, I should just say uh, to give credit to Alfred Kaminu, he actually shot well from three, which is weird. Uh, but he shot 41 percent in the series. But uh, Crab and Harkless both didn't shoot well. And... Well,
0: Harkless, broken, was a broken shell of a man. The second Draymond got him in his hands, he crushed him, crushed him,
1: <sighs> turned him into dust. Gosh, yeah. Well, the Blazers, I guess, are going to need their bully uh, to withstand. Because I mean, I feel like that's what Nurkic kind of was. He was finally, yeah, they... he was really mean. So they finally they they have a mean guy on the team. He's just not healthy. Um, anything else, Corbin? Uh, you wanted to tell the the listeners about uh, anything you're working on or anything that you've written besides the Joe Johnson thing or anything else? Uh, you want... I'm just writing blog posts right now. Uh, I wrote about uh, I think
0: since the last time I talked to you, the Pokemon thing came out. Yes, it did. So look for that. All right. Uh, it's it's uh it came out better than I thought it would.
1: It's pretty good. Okay, uh, since it's the end of one first round series, I'm going to ask you uh, finals pick right now. Like finals.
0: I mean, matchup. I'm not. I mean, I'm a. I mean, I I can't in good faith say anything except for Warriors, cavs Okay,
1: I mean, I, I think that's where I'm at right now. I as wish well. I
0: could. I wish I could. I really do. I wish I could. I wish I could. I think that if not them, I think Toronto and. Uh, uh, Houston, I've already said Houston has a good chance several times, but um, uh, I do think Toronto maybe is uniquely positioned to give the Cavs a run for their money. But I mean, we'll see if they get out of their first round series. So you know how Toronto can be.
1: Yeah, and and I guess you know to I I don't really believe in Boston, but uh, oh, I mean no. I, I mean I I think I think Cleveland Golden State's obviously the most likely, but. I agree with you on on Toronto, but I also uh, I do want to give Washington a little bit of a shout out because when they play hard and when they're like attentive and like you know not letting Atlanta do what they did, I mean they just have these lapses I feel like, and maybe it can be because like Wall and Beal don't like each other, but like um, they like Scott Brooks personally, yeah, I just you know I feel like they have the talent, like Markeith Morris is like. You know, like a pretty, you know, an all-time mean NBA player, and and just like you know, it's he's not a good matchup against the Cavs, but like he's the type of guy I feel like you need, like a stretchy big who can create, create his own shot, does a lot of different things, can rebound, all that stuff. Like if and and Gortat, you know, if they can keep him on the floor, you know, maybe they Gortat if is like
0: definitely going to be on the Cavs in the next
1: (laughs) five years. You're one hundred percent right about that. He's going to be the new Birdman.
0: Yeah, like he's gonna like the Cavs are going to be like, oh man, we need a big man, and Gortat is going to be sort of on the fringes of his career ending, and he's going to show up in Cleveland, and hang out with LeBron for a few months, <laughs> chanting Fry style. Yeah, I mean,
1: like it's just like gonna happen. No, you're one hundred percent right about that. Like LeBron, it just gets all. LeBron like makes sure that he like has like – he's like – LeBron – I've said this before. LeBron is like the spurs of players. Like he makes sure that he has like (laughs) – He just loves being around. He just loves to get old guys together. I mean like he's really just like
0: putting – It's he he doesn't even care about basketball anymore. He's just trying to get together a good Rolodex of guys with a $100 million, you know.
1: And guys that can record podcasts for his new content network, you know, all types of stuff like that. Like, yeah, yeah. like Channing uh, Fry and Richard Jefferson. I would definitely listen to a Marching Gortat podcast. Oh, my God. He was on the Men in Blazers podcast with uh, like, that soccer podcast, and it was I'm amazing.
0: Men in Blazers podcast. Yeah, well, he was on it. Uh, anyway. The, 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 the... I was a little disappointed, but anyway.
1: Okay. Well, anyway, th- this is podcast has gone long enough. Please subscribe to Lock
0: on yeah, Blazers. We, we were going to go for half an hour, but I, I'm i sorry. I'm, I can never not talk for just half
1: an hour. Right. Yeah. Um, subscribe to locked on blazers on itunes stitcher audio boom google play TuneIn fm we'll still have some coverage from exit interviews anything else that comes out about the team in the following days here on the locked on podcast network we will have the feed updated uh obviously we won't be posting as much now that the season is over but we will still be posting multiple times per week so keep it locked here on the feed corbin thank you for joining me uh it was fun eric it was my pleasure
0: Rush into Old Navy today for up to 50% off store-wide. Get dresses from
1: $15 for women, $12 for girls, plus up to 75% off clearance for the whole family right now at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 1016 to 1020, select styles only.